be like, welcome to the Brown Table. Welcome to another episode of the Brown Table. This week we actually have another guest, so I'm excited to talk to her. Her name is Medeli Mendoza. She actually is a life coach, advocate, speaker, and actually a DACA recipient too. Hey, thanks for sitting down. Uh, can you unmute? And I think we'll be good. Boom. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Hey, thank you for sitting down with us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a great one. Thank you for sitting down with us. Welcome to the Brown Table. We just, we love, you know, all kind of people, especially Latin entrepreneurs. And that's why, you know, my cousin and I, we started this podcast because we wanted to bring light to that kind of stuff. We talked a little bit about what you do, who you are. Just like a tiny smidge, but I mean, if you want to give us the full introduction, we're more than happy. Of course. Of course. Um, my name is Maideli Mendoza. I'm 33 years old. I am an undocumented warrior turned conscious entrepreneur. Um, I've been an entrepreneur, I think, all my life. But just recently, I've been very focused on doing multiple streams of income. I have multiple businesses um, that range from... Uh, jewelry line to a vegan catering company which is called raw love by may and i also have zero waste kits that i sell in that platform i am a life coach and spiritual guide um so i also market that aspect and just recently i became um i'm doing investing through the stock market so i'm buying stocks uh day trading and then I do Enagic, which is the alkaline water machine. And I do that as well on the side. I sell those machines. So I do have multiple um, businesses that I'm running right now, which is really fun. Whoa. Yeah, that's, um, that's incredible. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of different ranges for sure. That's pretty dope. How did you get into this kind of field? Well, you know, you're working on so many different things. Well, you know what? I think it's the undocumented hustle. The fact that, you know, I always never had an option um, and I always needed to get extra income in order to pay for school or just the entrepreneur spirit that I have that comes from my dad. And I think that I, I just was brought up that way that like I had to find the opportunities and I couldn't just stay with one stream of income. And it was mainly my dad. My dad was very much a um, he was an entrepreneur himself. He is an entrepreneur himself, but he just really taught me how to find multiple things that I can invest my money on and not just do one. So, you know, it's one of those things that I think I just grew up with and eventually I found one business and I found another and, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah. We can see you on camera. I know you, <laughs> I know. I know you have actually, you actually deal with a lot of that stuff too, actually, huh, Shmizis? Yes. So, hi, Mayeli. Um, I, hi. You hear um, uh, JB calling me Shmizis. Uh, I go by uh, Zeus. I'm a personal trainer and nutrition coach. Um, I run my own online fitness business. Um, and also uh, this, uh, the brown table with JB. So uh, we, we, we have a lot uh, in common. And, and thank you uh, once again for uh, uh, sitting down with us. 
So absolutely, um, really enjoy the the passion that you have in in reaching out there and getting what you you want. I love that stride, you know. And like 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 um, JD says, this is this is for everyone, and I love that. I love that you have that stride. That you know that um, go get it. But what I really want to know right now, where you having so much, how is it that you decide how to choose what you want to do? Well, it has to meet a few criteria. It has to be good for the planet. So it has to be like sustainable. It has to, to have that element in it where we're helping people either better their health or better their lifestyle mindset. Um, and, you know, it's better for the planet. Um, and that it meets a purpose such as growth either in mindset or money-wise it just has to have meet those criteria, and that's the way I pick it. If it doesn't resonate with with what that kind of a, uh, you know, that kind of a point, then I don't I don't go for it. It's not just about the money. It's more about is it going to be beneficial for the person? Is that person going to get better health? Absolutely, I love that. I love love that. Thank yeah, you. I'll, that's such a that's so great. Yeah, like I know I know you work on so many different things and you work on so hard. I mean, is there how did how did how are you handling COVID? I'm so curious about like because you know especially with life coach and like spiritual people, especially like uh-huh. I know I know coming from those backgrounds, like you know it tends to like you know you're isolated right now and you can't go outside uh-huh. and have those experiences. So I'm curious how you're working on those. Like you know you work you work a lot on businesses that are around people and how are you, you know, reaching out to the people right now in your businesses? Well, well, thank you for the question because I think it was really important the way that I structured my business before, because I was last year, um, I went through a bit, a bit of a, you know, life change and I was homeless most of 2019. And so I started to do life coaching, coaching through zoom. So I was building that already. So when COVID hit, it wasn't much of a change for me because I already had my life coaching um, people that I was doing uh, doing the coaching with through Zoom. And I incorporated, you know, my spiritual healing through Zoom as well. And they have the same experience. Um, I was now more intentional about how I reach um, to people. So, you know, I would offer Zoom, free Zoom uh, meditations. Um, every week so that people could connect because people were having a really hard time at the beginning when COVID hit to just kind of adjust. But because I was already in that mindset, I was already prepped. I think life prepped me in all 2019 to live what I, what we're currently living today. So, you know, I offered some assistance, people reached out, you know, and then, you know, as we got deeper and deeper to COVID, um, you know, I've been preaching about this, you know, it's about nutrition, it's about drinking enough water, it's about being healthy overall, mentally, spiritual, physically. And so I just incorporated, hey, I have this great machine that, you know, does alkaline water as opposed to buying bottled water, plastic water uh, water bottles that are really expensive, by the way, because when COVID hit, there was no water anywhere and any and a bottle of water that there was available, they were super expensive. And so that's the way I did it through different businesses and depending on what it was that they needed, you know, I would suggest different things. 
Mayeli, uh, let me ask you real quick. Do you have um, uh, your your uh, website or some place where um, whoever's listening to us, whoever we reach out to, can go and follow uh, your link? Yes, absolutely. My my name, Mayeli Mendoza. I know it's hard, but it's M-A-Y-D-E-L-L-I, Mendoza, M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. So, yeah, they can go to com and they can check out there's a lot of stories um, that I've done, uh, different podcast interviews in regards to my story, um, all of my services. Uh, the only thing that I do not have there is the my cake and water, um, the the site. But I will work on that so they can check more about that. No, that's awesome. That's super cool. That's incredible. You have a lot. I mean, like, since you were growing up, did you grow up in another country? Did you grow up in Mexico, or did you grow up here? No, I actually grew up in, in L.A. and Utah. So when I when my parents moved here from Mexico City, we, we came directly to California, and we lived here for about 10 years. So when, on my 10th birthday, I moved to Utah. And I honestly can say that the 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 business aspect of myself was really reinforced in Utah because I learned a lot of what I now implement in high school. You know, I did future future business leaders of America. I did um, just a lot of classes that uh, pertain to business and stock. So, like, I was already doing a lot of those things in in school, and I didn't realize that not a lot of people got that opportunity that Utah was definitely a place where that is really implemented. And, you know, frankly, Covey from the seven high, seven habits of highly effective people, he's actually from Utah and I got to meet him when I was 15. So, you know, there was just a lot of resources that I, that I was able to, to get from that. Awesome. 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 I mean, with that, so yeah, I understand, especially with that. And I mean, I know, I know you come from a difficult, difficult background. But I mean, what about, like, you know, when you're talking to people, I mean, on a bigger scale, is there anything you'd want to reach out, like, you know, before someone starts a business that you would recommend? Because I know, I know, like everybody thinks about entrepreneurship as this cool thing. They see, like, I mean, I've seen people that are like self-help gurus. There's Instagram people. That say, hey, this is like you know, you follow my ebook for thirty bucks or fifty bucks, or even a thousand dollars, and you'll make six figures off Instagram. And so, I mean, like they don't really imply they don't they don't show like, hey, you might also have to struggle for five years. You might have to go homeless. You might actually have to you know become hated by your friends for like three four years. Like some of these businesses that people start, like they look like a joke at the beginning. And so, I mean, if you had any like advice for someone starting a new business, what would you recommend for them? Well, before I get to that, let me just share a little bit about, you know, I'm very open on my Instagram about my struggle. Um, but I usually share when I already overcame that struggle. Like, Hey, last year guys, remember when I was posting about this and this, I was actually homeless, didn't have a place to, to sleep. Sometimes I would sleep in my car. So, um, being transparent is really important because it's not just so much about, hey, buy my ebook, it's a thousand dollars and you're gonna be a six figure, you know, entrepreneur in less than six months because it's not as easy as it's portrayed out there. Um, it really does depend and it's really correlated between your nutrition, the way you're taking care of your body, the way you're taking care of your mind, what kind of things are you listening to? Are you listening to productive, high vibrational um, content? 
also um, a lot of your inner work, inner work in regards to your childhood, in regards to your money mindset, it comes from the way you grew up. And so if your inner chip is, mm, what can I say, tainted by the way your parents saw money, you have this, um, oh, how can I say? Yeah, it, you can have like money wounds that they call it, generational, generational um, wounds of money or karmatic, you know, wounds of money. So there's a lot of aspects in the spiritual aspect of it that you need to take care of. So your triggers, like, and I, it was for me the same way. 14 years ago when I started my first entrepreneur um, venture, I failed epically and I didn't understand why I was following every single thing that they were telling me to do, reading the books, personal development, taking care of my physical body. But there was just something that wasn't, it was, I wasn't vibrating because, you know, a, a lot of the things you can speak perfectly about something, but if people feel your energy and it's not a hundred percent there, then they're not going to buy from you. They have to feel confident. They have to feel like you are the expert. So there's something that there's some inner work that you need to do in regards to that in order for you to be that person, that entrepreneur, to attract those kind of people. Now, you know, 15 years later, I now attract people like me because now I truly became that person, not just, you know, you can say, oh, yeah, I'm listening to personal development and you are listening to personal development and you're doing everything. But it's just from here out. It's not, you're not really living it inside of you and your soul. So it's really important that you do the inner work. And I think for me personally, it was doing the inner work, doing the shadow work that I call in spirituality. You know, hey, I got triggered because, you know, I signed up this person and that person ended up leaving the business and now I'm, I'm left with nothing and it, they get super triggered. Well, okay, let's examine the trigger. Let's examine where this is coming from. Let's fix it within yourself because we attract people like, like ourselves. We're mirror image of each other. And so if you're attracting people, yeah, that we're for attracting people that are, you know, bringing the worst in us. Well, what are we doing to other people? We really need to ask the hard questions. And most people do not want to ask those hard questions. But we have to in order to reach another level of our business. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I really like that, you know, having to deal with, with, with your internal, with yourself, you know, because that's basically what it is. And this is what I tell um, my clients all the time. Regardless of the body you want, you have to change that mentality, that concept of how difficult it is to get that body. You mm -hmm. cannot, and you just cannot progress with having that memory of how hard it was to be where you want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is regardless of where you are. And this is, you know, it's just something that you, it's, it's a way of life, a way of living. Because, you know, Thinking about it the way you said it, you said it just perfect. It's, you know, having that spiritual aspect, having that, you know, knowing what, why your emotions are being um, coming up, you know, that way people can communicate with you. That way they know what your passions are, you know, that way you make your click. And this is what I'm always, always talking about. That's why it's something that, you know, like you said, you be you and everything else just comes right in because you're you. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And everybody has their own unique talents. That's the thing. Most people want to be like so-and-so. Oh, I want to be like that other person. No, 
dig deep. Why? Because they're afraid to do the inner work. They're afraid to go through their shadow work. But under all that darkness, you know, that there mm -hmm. exists, there is so much light that you have to offer to the world. And we have so much medicine, unique medicine as individuals that we can give to the, wor to the world and to society. And it's that thing of the social media. Everybody wants to be like that person or this other person. Well, what about you start being like yourself? And if you don't like yourself, then you need to start changing who you are. And how are you going to do that? Implementing good source of information for your body, mind, soul, and spirit. And so I think it's very important that we start calling people out and telling them, like, stop being like that person. Start being more like yourself. And if you don't like yourself, then change yourself. Become better, the best version of yourself. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%. Like, with everything going on, like, say I'm someone new and I'm trying to, you know, essentially better myself. Like, how do you, how, do you, how do you help people find, you know, the real them? Because, you know, like, yeah, especially with Instagram and with social media, it definitely hurts people because people, maybe they want to, you know, go open up a, a like a wood shop and that doesn't look pretty on Instagram that's not going to look yeah. that's not going to get you a lot of followers so I mean how do you help someone find the real them like in your experience with the coaching yeah absolutely um, first of all you know people buy stories they don't buy product they they buy they buy stories in that sense that they buy stories for you even if your workshop wouldn't look really nice on Instagram they will buy your story because they want to support you and your struggle and your you know and your drive so anything is possible i believe anything is possible you can make anything pretty with that being said i do take uh, i they took into consideration four elements in my coaching so you could have a coaching with me we jump on a call and you tell me a little bit about your current struggle so what are you currently struggling right now based on that i ask you four very specific questions what how is your health your physical body how like are you having migraines are you overweight like what are you struggling in regards to your health and they're like no 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 i want to go straight to the business well this is this is tied to your business so i need to know so then from there i give them an assessment okay all right you're not taking care of yourself you're not you know, you're not having breakfast, you're not this, you're not drinking enough water. You know, there's an assessment done through, through the health. Um, and then are you doing any physical movement? No physical movement. Okay, maybe that's the reason why you don't have mental clarity to, like, bring up some ideas. Second is relationships. How are your relationship your your relationships in, in your life right now? Like with your girlfriend, with your significant other, with your parents especially, or siblings? relationship with parents are really important because they're a reflection of your abundance and your prosperity so if your relationship with your parents are, are like not great or there's something that you need to work on then it's very important for us to tackle that because if you haven't spoke to your dad in 10 years or you're upset at your mom all the time you guys are fighting all the time well that's where your prosperity and your abundance lies so you need to fix that relationship in order to be very successful in your relationships. Not to say that you won't be relate, you won't be successful if those relationships are not perfect, but it does play a factor in that. So relationship is the second pillar. The third pillar will, would be your money, your relationship with money. How is your relationship with money? Meaning, you know what, May? I I make a lot of money, but I I don't know where it is. 
Like I, I make $10,000, but I don't know where my money goes. That's, there, there's a leak of money or I don't make enough money. I'm not generating enough money or I have a lot of debt or I hoard money, which is also another problem because hoarding money is kind of the same thing as having, having a poverty mindset because you hoard it because you think there's not going to be enough. And at some point you're going to run out of it. So we need to examine your relationship with money before going into like talking about a business venture, because if you are a hoarder of money, you're not going to want to invest in your money, your, your, in your, your money in your business. So we need to see your mindset about money. And then the last thing um, that I look is your um, patterns of behavior. So if you have a pattern of starting a business and not finishing it, or if you have a pattern of like not having good relationships, um, say you always end up getting mad at your business partners, or you always end up um, losing clients because you have a bad attitude. We need to see those patterns that continually come up in your life in order to do a better game plan. And then essentially when those things are taken care of and you're starting on this healing journey, you're able to tap into your own greatness, your own medicine. And people, if they put in the effort between three to six months, they're like opening up businesses, they have a sharper vision in their life and that they didn't have before. And it's not that I did anything special, I just directed them or, or asked them the tough questions that they didn't want to ask themselves. Um, it's really uncomfortable at the beginning, but they see a lot of benefit eventually. Yeah, for sure. Like that's definitely something. And I mean, thank you so much for coming on. I mean, I have one last question for you and that's, um, yes. you know, for all those people that are like of Latin descent, that, you know, especially growing up, growing up in that culture, you know, a lot of them are cool with, you know, the landscaping business and like, and like, you know, construction and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I for sure come from a family background of that, that they, they run that stuff. And there's people that make millions and billions off of that. And so there's no problem mm -hmm. with that. But I mean, for sure, we, I mean, like the last question is really, is like, what do you, what would you have to say to people that like, that are young, that are, that want that, you know, to help more than just themselves and help more, you know, grow this kind of area for, an underprivileged area or for like for someone who's of Latin descent because you know especially in our field there's people that are role models but then you know somehow they always end up dying in a way and so I mean yeah for for me it's number one what do you love to do what is it that you love to do that you're able to service some somebody in in you know in society right that's the most important to see how you are able to um, help where is life heading to? Because you have to jump on the wave, right? Right now, what if you want to become the next Bill Gates? Well, we already, we already have a Bill Gates. Like, where is life going, like, towards healthier living? Like, you have to see the trends of life to see what you can jump on. But first and most importantly, what are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? Yes, and find a role model that does what you want to do, a role model, not somebody you want to copy, but somebody you look up to that can teach you um, about that field. Um, because sometimes it might not be in your family. Like my dad did car sales for a long time, and that's the only thing he knew. But he knew that there was more things out there, so he told me to look for them. Look for mentors that, want, that are doing what you want to do 
investment or run a business or run a logistic company. You have to look for those people. And the most important thing is to find mentors, mentors that are going to guide you in the business that you want to accomplish. But also, you know, if you're seeing there's a trend coming, coming up about something and then you're passionate about it, jump on and do it. You know, you, you, you might fail, you might not fail, but nothing's a failure. It's actually a learning process. And so I just suggest to them, find yourself what you're passionate about. And if you love X business, find a mentor that is doing amazing things. And within that industry, transform it and make it your own and put your own touch on it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love every part of it. Thank you. Shmises, I think you're off, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, before we, we click off, I mean, is there anywhere that you want them? I know we talked a little bit about it where you, like, made Daily Mendoza. Is there anywhere you want to plug that they can find you if they want this kind of stuff? Absolutely, yeah. My Instagram handle is at Maideli Mendoza, spelled M-A-Y-D-E-L-L-I-M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. And, yeah, you can find me there, and all the links um, for my different business ventures are there in my link in my bio. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for sitting down with us. I hope you have a great Thank rest you. of your day. Thank you again, Maeli. Thank you so much for inviting me. Have a great day. You too.